listening to the Art with Soul podcast. Fortnightly conversations on the artist's journey to inspire your creative soul. And I'm your host, Shinjini. Welcome back. In today's episode, I'm answering an interesting question that my creative friend Aishwarya, a certified Zen Tangle teacher, whose handle on Instagram is Tangle and Inspire, asked me recently. I would love to hear how an artist manages to be creative, along with managing family and kids and all of the other responsibilities in these virtually demanding times. Does sticking to a timetable help for creative genius to happen or does one eventually fall out of the main purpose? This is such an interesting question and one made even more urgent and relevant due to the times that we are currently facing. With the world in lockdown, most of us working from home and homeschooling becoming the default. Even though we may be limping back to normalcy, I suspect that there will be a new normal that we will need to adjust to with more flexible working for those of us who have 9 to 5 jobs and no visibility yet on when schools will reopen once again. Now, like I told Aishwarya, I'm not a parent. Uh, It's just my husband and I and our two fur babies. I haven't really had to personally deal with homeschooling, although I have heard from a lot of people and a lot of my friends on how difficult and time-consuming it can be. For me, it's just my husband and I and our two fur babies. So in some ways, things have probably been a little bit easier for us than for those of you with children. But in many ways, there are a lot of things uh, and a lot of other responsibilities that have been added on to what I used to do pre-pandemic and what my free time used to look like pre-pandemic although that has increased a little bit because I've saved all that commuting time but there are a lot of additional responsibilities that I have had to take on that I didn't have to really bother with before. Despite that um, in many ways the lockdown has been quite good for me. Like I mentioned, there's no stress of driving to work and grocery runs. And I don't have to worry if I'm normal, if I prefer to paint rather than go shopping over the weekend. We're all home all the time now. (laughs) But I do know that this has led to cabin fever. It's kind of led to a little bit of cabin fever for me as well. Uh, there's no clear me time anymore and being indoors more often than we're used to also just ups our irritability a little bit, doesn't it? So coming back to that clear me time. 
for me it used to be the few hours after i was back home from work and before the husband returned home from his job for those of you who have children i'm guessing that school hours would have been your me time but now those clear boundaries have blurred so what's an artist or indeed any creative or actually all of us what do we do when our family seems to want our attention 24/7 the answer is boundaries and i know that a lot of us aren't too great with boundaries and especially in india women have been taught that family and catering to the needs of our husband and children and in-laws if we live with them comes first however i do think that constantly putting family first or putting others first is the fastest way to burn out dissatisfaction and in many ways a loss of identity when the message that we've seen and more often than not grown up with is one where women are primary caregivers putting everyone's happiness ahead of their own understanding and implementing boundaries can be very difficult and yet it is one of the best suggestions that i can offer to anybody who is struggling to make time for their creativity or their interests in these times and indeed at any time boundaries are really important so how do you set boundaries around your creative time at its core it's simple designate a certain time during the day or a certain activity that is sacrosanct and ask your family not to disturb you during that time you can set some homework for your child or maybe just designate that as their free time to do what they please you could tell your husband and any other family members that you live with that you will be unavailable for a certain amount of time and you know they're all adults they should be able to look after themselves but i also know that it can be easier said than done especially if your family has never had to deal with this aspect of you before or if they've never really heard you asking for clear me time or if they've never considered that you would probably appreciate some time away from them to just focus on your own interests boundaries is something that all of us have to work through in any relationship but if you've never set boundaries before it can be a little bit more difficult and it can take time and you may need to repeatedly tell your loved ones that you'd appreciate not being disturbed when you're creating art and this also does lead to a feeling of guilt 
it's very real and it's very common you could end up feeling like an irresponsible parent or an uncaring partner but really all that you're doing is taking out some time in the day for yourself be that 10 minutes in the day or 30 minutes in the day or maybe a few hours over the weekend but taking out a certain amount of time where you can sit down and focus on your creative practice is the only way i i believe that this can really work setting these boundaries and dealing with the guilt the only thing that i can tell you is that it does get easier the more that you stick with it and i know that the struggle will be real but stick with it and it will happen the other suggestion that i have is that you can observe how you spend your time what you're looking to identify here is your time wasters there are there going to be some very obvious ones like social media scrolling you know where you decide to just get on to instagram to post a picture and maybe leave a few comments and before you know it it's been an hour and you know that time's just gone another one is binge watching netflix and these are just some of the easy time wasters to identify Then there are also the hidden time wasters which are a little bit more difficult to spot but we all have them so for an example of what i mean by hidden time wasters uh, i'll share one of mine and that is research so when i'm making website updates or let's say when i'm working on a diy project and i need to figure out how something is done i can spend hours looking at countless tutorials and articles but the truth is that after a certain point most of them are pretty similar i could have just read or watched two or three tutorials and begun my project but what i end up doing is spending half a day or more watching multiple tutorials until i've confused myself and then i go back to one of the first ones that i watched i'd followed that one because it covered everything that i needed to know and that's half a day or more wasted right so once you know your time wasters it becomes easy to either minimize or eliminate them One of the best things of course is to set limits for each one of them which works excellently for social media and Netflix and to an extent also for incessant researchers like me but the other thing that you can do is to get really specific on what you want to do so with your hidden time wasters especially get really specific on what it is that you are setting out to do so going back to my diy project 
I was recently looking for a DIY project to make a Kindle cover for myself. And you can find projects that go from completely stitched fabric covers to leather covers to cardboard covered covers and probably a few more styles in between. But if you spend a few moments deciding what kind of project you want to make and narrow down your search, you can get very specific with the search and spend less time just reading all of those lovely tutorials and getting down to work. So of course, yes, for bonus points, set a time limit for your research as well. Time limits in combination with getting specific are very helpful in freeing up some time. There is one more suggestion that is very common in the productivity world and that is to either get up an hour before everybody else does or to sleep an hour after everyone else does and then to use that extra hour to focus on your creative practice. Honestly, I'm not a big fan of this suggestion because it does not always work. For one, if you're not a morning person or a night owl, this anyway is not going to work for you because if you're waking up and you're feeling sleepy and groggy and grumpy, you aren't going to be really creative. For another, it's possible that you're already getting up really early just to get some time for yourself. And I know that a lot of my friends who have children, for example, their days does start quite early already. And asking them to get up an hour earlier or to sleep an hour later is just counterproductive. Which is why my first suggestion was boundaries. And I do admit that it's difficult, but once you set them and once your family is uh, used to you setting boundaries, it is the best way to get some creative time and to get some me time. And we all need some of that. Besides which, for those of you with children, you're setting a very good example for your child. I really do think that we need a little less selflessness and a little bit more selfishness to really thrive. The best thing with boundaries is that it doesn't even have to be at the same time every day. That leads me to the second part of Eshwara's question, which was about sticking to a timetable. Now, I know that a lot of people like to schedule or plan out their time, but that just does not work for me. I find it restrictive and my inner rebel really doesn't like all of that structure. And on some level, I'm kind of willing to bet that most artists and creatives are rebels too. We think differently and more importantly, as artists and as creatives, we need space and time to allow our ideas to marinate. In fact, even to go looking for ideas. 
regimenting creative practice too much. I'm not quite sure how helpful that will be. But having said that, a daily art or creative practice is important. The way that I approach this is to have a daily non-negotiable to-do list and art is one item that is always on that list. I may spend 10 minutes, 30 minutes, half a day or 8 hours in my studio but showing up is what is important and when I show up more often than not so does my muse. A strict schedule on the other hand just freezes me up and not just in my art practice. So my workaround is to spend some time at the start of the month to list out some of the things that I'd like to accomplish during the month and I am then able to break those down into weekly and daily goals and in that way that really does end up working really well for me so I know why I'm putting things on my to-do list and what I need to get done so I'm getting in that productivity and I'm doing that planning without it becoming all that regimented as creatives I think that more than regimented schedules we need some time to compost our ideas and some spaciousness to enter the flow state when we work and you guessed it this takes me back to boundaries when you're actively creating be that Zentangles, which is what Eshwarya does beautifully, or painting, or writing, or baking for that matter, you need a relatively distraction-free environment. Bringing your family on board with that is something that will help you, not just in these uncertain times that we're living through, and not just in your creative practice, but in almost all areas of your life. Because the thing with boundaries, once you've set them in one area, it becomes easier to set them in others. And you get to determine how flexible your boundaries are. I hope that you found some of these suggestions helpful. If you have any questions at all, you can send me a message on Instagram. Uh, my handle there is moderngypsy.in or drop a comment on my blog post. You'll find the link in the show notes below this podcast. And if you have any questions that you would like me to address on one of the upcoming episodes of the podcast, do let me know those as well. Um, in the same way, you can inst- you can DM me on Instagram or go to moderngypsy.in slash podcasts and leave a question for me in the uh, feedback form that you'll find on that page. So that's it for me for this time and I'll see you with the next episode. Thank you for tuning in to the Art with Soul podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, 
please consider leaving a rating and review on iTunes and do share it with your creative friends. Until next time, take care and keep creating.